listening to The Birthplace of Next, the podcast where city leaders discuss the latest news and developments in Dayton that continue to make it a livable, sustainable, and innovative community. On this episode, we'll hear from the program coordinator of Dayton's nationally recognized and lauded immigrant-friendly initiative, Welcome Dayton, and discuss how immigrants strengthen their communities. Our guest on today's show is Melissa Bertolo, the program coordinator for Welcome Dayton. How are you doing, Melissa? Great. Thank you for having me on today. Oh, it's it's fantastic to have you. I know this is something that uh, is uh, gets Dayton a lot of recognition, uh, as we mentioned, uh, across the globe and, and especially nationally here. Uh, and immigration is such an important topic. Just to get us started, how did Welcome Dayton come to be? Where where does that journey start? Welcome Dayton was created uh, as a resolution in 2011 by the City Commission, um, but some of the events that happened that led up to that creation in particular were led by um, a task force of the City of Dayton that included uh, the Executive Director of the Human Relations Council at the time, Tom Walrab, who led the community through uh, four different conversations about immigrants in our community and what have people noticed about them uh, and what would it look like if we were to in- become intentionally immigrant friendly. Out of those four conversations, um, over 50 people committed their time to writing a framework that's called the Welcome Dayton Plan that is used by both city government as well as by community institutions and organizations to help move Welcome Dayton forward. And so it was that plan and that framework that the city of Dayton adopted as its resolution to create Welcome Dayton in 2011. Great. Uh, And we talk about um, just this being a national movement. We get a lot of recognition uh, for being kind of a, a front runner in this regard. Um, and, and even right now with some of the events we have going on during this National Welcoming Week. I know we just wrapped up the Dayton World Soccer Games. That was in its fourth year here in 2016. Uh, or is it fifth? It's something. It's, it's, it's been a couple of years, I know, um, but, but a good track record there. Um, and, and with all of the things that happened during National Welcoming Week, kind of highlights these things that Welcome Dayton's doing. But really, since that inception in 2011, what changes have you seen, has the community mentioned seeing, since Welcome Dayton has become a a strategic initiative of the city of Dayton? Well, I think one of the biggest changes that we've seen, it's difficult to quantify in metrics or things, but it's this cultural shift. And that's really one of the things that Welcome Dayton is trying to create is just truly this atmosphere of being a welcoming and an inclusive community. And I think that Daytonians are really proud of that fact. And so that uh, continues to be something that we're really proud of as far as Dayton continuing to get recognition for being welcoming. And I think that that the culture within our city has definitely uh, come around that and really embraced that. Um, Other changes that we've seen include neighborhood revitalization and so just immigrants really making a positive impact in our community which is really one of the things that uh, people had already been noticing about uh, Dayton and so really just wanting to continue to embrace that and ensure that um, immigrants have the access uh, to tools and and opportunities uh, to ensure their success in Dayton. Well, and I know that a study had come out recently from the Urban Studies Journal talking about Welcome Dayton in particular, and they pointed out resourcefulness as this sort of thing that's not just the immigrants coming here and, and, and doing these things. Yes, that's a part of it, but it's also the native-born and the receiving community, as we'll sometimes call it, the, the people who are here who are 
embodying that welcoming atmosphere and that attitude uh, and that cultural shift you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's one of the things that Welcome Dayton does a really good job at is is the community involvement piece. And so really recognizing that for immigrants to be able to integrate into our community, there's certainly certain aspects um, that they might have to be, be doing, such as learning English and learning American laws and culture and customs. But the other side of it is what we call the receiving community. So those of us that are native born, what are we doing to reflect back and embrace and celebrate that diversity? Um, that really makes, I think, you know, and um, such a, an interesting and vibrant community um, and the United States as a whole as well this that diversity um, is really what makes us um, a stronger country yeah and so you talked about the neighborhood revitalization side of this what other benefits do being um, a welcoming community have for Dayton what what are the what are the things that um, make Dayton stronger because we welcome immigrants like this so we have some really interesting data from the Partnership for New American Economy, um, both locally as well as from the state level, that looks at the economic contributions that immigrants are making in our community. And so I think that we can look at it you know, from this aspect of, oh, welcoming is you know, the right thing to do, it's the positive thing to do, we were all immigrants once. Um, but then there's also the, that strategic aspect that really looks at the economic benefits that we have in our community. And so sometimes you might hear people saying, oh, you know, why should we welcome people? They're a drain on our, our benefit system, our social services, their job takers. And really what this data has found is actually all of that's not true. Um, that we've had, um, as a result of our increase in our immigrant population um, between 2000 and 2010, um, over 200 manufacturing jobs were either created or preserved in Montgomery County. Uh, we have had um, data also that demonstrates that immigrants are uh, two times more likely than native-born to be entrepreneurs. Uh, so that really goes um, counter to the narrative that we often hear that, that immigrants are job takers because really we are able to find that they're job creators and that's a, an economic benefit that we can all feel in our community. Uh, obviously there's the tax benefit as well um, and that this is a population that has been increasing and so as Dayton uh, has struggled, as many cities across the uh, Midwest have, with population decline. Uh, this is a population that's increasing, and so as we're looking at um, opportunities um, for, for growth, this is definitely an area where we find uh, a lot of opportunities. Yeah, I know that that was a big uh, factor in, in getting some of that attention is the population rebound and the real turnaround and revitalization that immigrants in particular played uh, with Dayton's population and that's where you know it feeds into some of that national recognition from mm -hmm. Time and Forbes and uh, The Daily Show with Jon yeah. Stewart all these different things uh, that that we are recognized and have a tip of the hat for um, so if you talk about all these organizations that get involved what are some of the organizations that are involved with Welcome Dayton and the committee I mean you've got the chamber I know mm -hmm. that's involved uh, yeah it really ranges um, for the entire community, I would say. Uh, so we have the Chamber of Commerce, the Small Business Development Center, we have Premier Health, Dayton Public Schools, Wright State, University of Dayton, Sinclair, um, we have the Dayton Metro Library, NCCJ, uh, we have just really a, a wide variety of different organizations that all reflect um, our five different focus areas, which are business and economic development, community culture and the arts, um, education, 
government and justice and health and social services. And so as we look at that, those are really, you know, a holistic approach to someone's life. And so with that, uh, organizations really from across the community all come together to that's, work on Welcome to Ian. That's fantastic. So, you know, for somebody who's listening, who's not part of any of these organizations that's directly involved with Welcome Dayton, but they still might want to be part of this welcoming movement here in Dayton specifically, what's something that they could do if they say, I, I want to be more intentional about being a welcoming resident? What options are there for them? Well, one thing that we have is our Welcome Dayton Ambassador Program, and you can go online to our website and click on the Get Involved link. and. Uh, fill out a form where it's really about making the personal commitment to be more welcoming. And so we provide different opportunities to be engaged, but it's really a do-it-yourself type model that we're looking at expanding our impact in the community. So as we talk about this cultural shift, you know, there's institutional and policy changes that have to be made, but then there's also that on the ground. Um, how do we change community perceptions? And we think that if we have kind of our welcome day and ambassadors out there that are willing to talk uh, to those individuals who might be hesitant or fearful, then we're able to really make our impact much stronger in the community. Yeah, and I know we talk about making that kind of your own thing and, and making the ambassador program what you want. You've got a lot of different variety. What I've seen on that program, you can, you know, take that training from NCCJ, you can, you know, volunteer to host a family of international or an international student to just something simple like signing up to say, hey, I'll have somebody out for coffee and I'll, you know, get to know them a little bit more. I'll invite my friends and family to things mm -hmm. uh, like the cultural events that so often happen here in Dayton. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's really, it's really what you want to make out of it. And so there are a kind of a spectrum of different ways to engage, you know, something as simple as trying a new ethnic restaurant, taking someone who might not have been there before, to exactly, as you said, a little bit more intensive where you're hosting uh, someone for dinner in your own house. So, uh, but we really do think that, you know, it's really just about how do we create an entire welcoming community and that that's on multiple levels, both at that individual level and then at the institutional level as well, which is where the, the committee tends to work a little bit more. Right. So you've got both sides covered mm -hmm. there. Well, that's fantastic. Melissa, thank you so much for being on today's show. We appreciate the work you're doing here with the city and uh, the work that you do with all the organizations and the individuals trying to make uh, Dayton a stronger, more vibrant community. Great. Thank you so much. Of course. And uh, thank you folks for listening. Uh, we will be back with another episode shortly. You've been listening to Birthplace of Next. Thanks for listening to Birthplace of Next, a publication of the City of Dayton's Office of Communication and Public Affairs. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss the latest news about business, technology, and development in Dayton. If you have questions or feedback for us, email cityhall at daytonohio.gov.